When I'm having a good hair day, that's when I'm my best self. I feel good. I look great. And I will say, painting sulfate-free rose water collection is a part of that. The Rose Water Collection. It feels and smells amazing and comes with a deep treatment that leaves your hair petal soft. It was inspired by Ramadan traditions when many in the Middle East break the fast with rose water because of its hydrating benefits. And the collection is free of sulfates, parabens, dyes, and mineral oil. So experience something new and discover what's good with the Pantene Nutrient Blends Collection. I'm Hugh Atchison. I'm a chef, a restaurateur, a traveler, and now I'm the host of The Passenger. People ask me all the time, you know, what's that list of places to go in this city, in that city? And this show is dedicated to that idea, immersing yourself in that culture and finding out what's intriguing and what we think about the future of that place as a visitor, as a passenger. The first season of The Passenger premieres February 27th. Subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff Mom Never Told You from HowStuffWorks.com. Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Molly. And I'm Kristen. Kristen. Yeah. You could be pregnant and not even know it. Don't tell me that. Gosh. <laughs> I think this is, I don't want to say a woman's greatest fear. But you see it's pretty scary. You see news stories pop up every now and then. And we had an entire show about this phenomenon on the TLC called I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant. Mm-hmm. But every now and then you see the story about the woman who goes to the hospital with indigestion and leaves with a baby. <laughs> and she had gone for the previous nine months without knowing. No idea. That she was having a baby. And I'll admit that, like, you know, people have written in and asked us about this phenomenon. Like, could this really happen? And, you know, I was doing a little bit of research. And according to the BBC, um, not knowing that you're pregnant until the baby is in your arms is more common than having triplets. What? It's three times more common. And there was an interview with the, um, with the producer of this TLC show. And she says every time one episode airs, they get just tons of letters about people this happened to. So part of my selfish reason for wanting to talk about this, besides just creeping everyone out yeah. with the thought that they might be pregnant, is I want to see how many of our listeners this might have happened to. Right. Because if that's true, if it's three times more common than triplets, and if every mention of it brings up people saying this happened to me, surely there are people out there who either had surprise babies or they were a surprise baby or it happened to their best friends. Like, I want to know. And we are going to try to investigate the reasons why it seems crazy because it does seem like pregnancy can take over your whole body. How you can go through those nine months without having a clue that you got a little person growing in you. And it is for all of these reasons that I would like to subtitle this episode And this article, 10 Reasons You Might Not Know You're Pregnant, 10 Ways to Scare Every Sexually Active, Not Baby Wanting Person That You Know. Yeah. If you didn't already have enough uh, fear about an unwanted pregnancy, here we go. One one you didn't even know about. How about body weight? Because you would assume that if you got a bun cooking in the oven, you're going to, you're going to gain some weight. But not every woman gains weight in the same way. So, yeah, some people, they put it all on in the tummy, and it's like, oh, baby on board. And some people just carry all that weight in their hands. It's disgusting. <laughs> but totally, also, totally kidding. also, let's say um, that you don't think you're pregnant and you start a diet. 
yeah. unknowingly, or you start going to the gym a lot, Whoops. and you're like, oh man, this workout is so hard, and no matter how much I do it, I just keep gaining weight, and you could be kind of like an equilibrium. Ah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it just, every woman gains weight differently. That's sort of how everything is going to work. Yes, yeah. everybody's this, different. You've got 10 reasons why this might happen, but a lot of it happens to be just that Pregnancy is not a uh, one-size-fits-all ordeal. Right. For instance, so. hallmark sim- uh, symptoms such as morning sickness might not happen. Might not <laughs> happen to you. Yeah, you might not have all the mood swings. You might not have the food cravings. And some of those symptoms can be attributed to other things. I mean, if you don't think that you're pregnant, then you might just think that, you know, you're stressed or you're having indigestion yeah. or whatever. I mean, you, it's very easy to attribute some of these. I mean, I don't know. I've never been pregnant, so I don't know if it is easy to attribute. But, you know, this article that we're citing by Mariana English that's on our site talks about how once you have the mindset that you're not pregnant, it's easy to excuse things that are happening in your body. And I think that's true whether you're pregnant or not. Sure. You know, we've talked about plenty of diseases where you can just write off the symptoms as a bad day. And then lo and behold, it's something else. And it just so happens that this is one of the biggest ones that people don't understand how it could happen. Now, I think this next one is perhaps the most frightening. And I just keep saying frightening, guys, <laughs> not because I hate babies, but just in terms You're of... You're not ready to have one. Yeah, like, oh, wow, that's, oh, that's a baby of arms, <laughs> and I got to take care of it. <laughs> I don't know what to do. What, how do you how do you change a diaper? Um, periods. Yeah. Okay? That's... Uh, you know, you're pregnant. Oh, your period stops. Telltale sign, right? Huh, not necessarily. Women, uh, pregnant women can continue to experience period like bleeding. Or there are some women who all their lives have had irregular cycles. Right. To the point where they might have been told, if you want to have a baby, you're going to have to go on fertility drugs because you're just, you don't ovulate at a regular, on a regular basis. So these women almost think that they can't get pregnant. And then lo and behold, you know, they think that it's not unusual to go nine months without a period. Lo and behold, there's a baby waiting at the end of it. And, you know, this is also a good time to point out as we have in hopefully all of our podcasts that deal with sex and contraceptives. There really isn't an absolutely 100% lock type guarantee that you sperm and ovum do not meet and match. Right. And for instance, getting pregnant on your period, it can happen. It can happen. So all those things that people think, or, you know, some people just have a baby and they're nursing Mm -hmm. and they think that that can't get them pregnant. I think we talked about that in pregnant period. It can happen. But let's say you think, oh yeah, I've been using condoms and I'm on the pill Yeah, and I have an IUD. You think you're covered. So many bases. And hopefully you're not doing all of that (laughs) at the same time. I don't know that IUD and birth control pills are... They're probably not getting together. But, you know, let's say you are you know, poly prepared. Yeah. <laughs> you are, you've covered all your bases. You're above 90%. Easy. But it can still happen. It can still happen. So yeah, you, you think that you're covered and then lo and behold, it doesn't. And you know, but <laughs> people still say, but those symptoms start popping up, but it's just every single symptom can be kind of written off. If you're not gaining weight in a certain way, or if you just think that, you know, um, you know, food craving is just a food craving. I have food I cravings all the time. So. Um, <laughs> or if you if you throw up, it could just be food poisoning. Like it's or really- a hangover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a whole different podcast. But here, okay, Molly. But you got you got this little this little thingamajig <laughs> growing inside of you. What about kicks? You know, wouldn't you feel something squirming around at some point? But again, if you've already told yourself this isn't a possibility, you'll just think it's something else, and. Sometimes the baby can position itself, inconvenient little bugger that it is. Sneaky babies. Babies are so sneaky. 
it can position itself so that you don't feel it as much. I mean, some baby, most babies do kick so that, um, you know, you feel it. It's in the front of your tummy. But depending on where the placenta is, depending on how little boogers position himself, you can, you cannot see it. Hey, and here's a fun fact. Even if, uh, a man has undergone a vasectomy, <laughs> you can still get pregnant because it might not be entirely successful. I've actually known of couples who have had post vasectomy. I think it was post vasectomy re- reversal, but nevertheless, with a lot of, um, there was work done there and a baby still came. Yes, thank you. <laughs> but that's it. But you know, the thing is, if you do think that you are covered, I do think that your brain can block out the possibility of the fact that that's a baby. You know, I can see, I can, I maybe can't see how you could get to nine months that way, but I definitely see how you get pretty far along if you've told yourself this is not a baby because, you know, my partner had a vasectomy or I'm on birth control. Mm-hmm. I can see I can get pretty far along thinking, that's not a baby. Well, and especially if you are a woman in, say, my position. I can only speak for myself. Not really interested in having a baby right now. And a surprise, oops. You know, I think that's why it's important to really pay attention to your body and take care of your body because maybe you don't want to, um, you know, have a fetus hang out there for nine months. Well, let's say, you know, a woman has a scare and she's like, oh, there could be a baby. Let's take a pregnancy test. Yeah. She might get a false pregnancy test and that can influence her thinking for the next, you know, four or five months. Pregnancy tests measure the amount of a hormone called human chorionic gonadotropin in your urine. And when the HCG levels spike, it indicates that you're probably prego. Mm -hmm. But not every woman, again, experiences pregnancy the same way. So those hormones don't show up at the same time in all women. Mm-hmm. So you could take a pregnancy test and get the negative and go on thinking, hey, I'm safe. And that's how you start to write off, I think, some of those symptoms. If the pregnancy test said no, then you can start to excuse things like, um, you know, morning sickness is food poisoning. Tender breasts as PMS. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, women's bodies are so crazy. How many times have we said that? So loco. That it could be anything. So what, though, is the takeaway from all of this? Because right now I feel like we are kind of having some fun at our sexually active listeners' expense, <laughs> freaking them out. Well, I think that, you know, because women's bodies are so crazy, that's why, you know, we talked about this before about how, you know, sometimes we'll hear things like an irregular cycle is normal Mm -hmm. or um, feeling awful around the time of your period is normal or just feeling awful in general. It's hormones. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, people are easy. I think they're quick to write off women's health problems. Sure. And women are less likely to take time out of their day to go to the doctor and to figure out what's going on. And, you know, they just want to fight through this bout of food poisoning and, and get on with it. And so I think that the lesson here is to, you know, take some time for yourself mm-hmm. because you can get stress is another reason right. that was mentioned in this article. Um, if you're busy at work or busy with your family, you don't have time for yourself to be like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. So it's more, I think, about taking some time out, not to see that the women who eventually delivered a baby without knowing it didn't take the time out for themselves. Right. But, you know, going to the doctor regularly, checking in on your sexual health, just, you know, with yourself, like, what's going on here? And I'm not saying also that the the women who all of a sudden have a the surprise baby that that's a bad thing. Oh no, I'm I'm for making, some people it might be. I'm making comedic light of it <laughs> in my situation. If you know all of a sudden my water broke here in the studio, I, it would it would 
be a... It would ruin your day a little bit. It would be quite a shocker. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't wear the right pants for that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if my jeggings can handle that. <laughs> and, you know, the the article with um with the TLC producer did say that, you know, once the woman had the baby, she was happy. Sure. You know, it's just... You'd like to think that's the case. You do have nine months to prepare if you if you know it's coming. Yeah. Sort of the difference. But, um, yeah, I... I we just kind of wanted to say how common it was. People, and th- this is also from listener requests. They've asked us to do things like this before, just because it is sort of, it is one of those pregnancy myth type of things, similar to can you get pregnant on your period. But just think about how often, you know, it doesn't have to be a pregnancy related symptom, but, you know, if you are a woman, think of how, or men, men do this too. Think of how often you write off a symptom as something else. And, you know, one of the big, um, pushes in the health field right now is for people not to write off migraines or sudden headaches as just a headache because it could be a sign of a stroke. And so I think in this, um, you know, WebMD culture, you can find a disease that you want to have versus one that you don't want to have. So let's say you do Google frequent vomiting. You can convince yourself that it's food poisoning versus pregnancy. So it's mm-hmm. sometimes we do mind over matter where our bodies are concerned and you should take time out and not do that for few times <laughs> whenever you can <laughs> so there you go fun facts about your crazy roller coaster body and as i said a selfish reason behind this is i want those crazy oh my gosh i went to the hospital i came back with a baby story so if you have them let us know i wonder how many times you said crazy in this episode <laughs> it was a lot yeah hope y'all made a drinking game out of that <laughs> unless you're pregnant all right so i've got an email here from Amanda, and this is an old one, but I just decided to read it anyway. This is in relation to our podcast on kissing. And she writes, while listening to the episode on the history of kissing, I was interested to find out the correlation between hand dominance and which way you tilt your head. My fiance and I are both right-handed, but always tilt our heads to the left. While discussing this, we realized that we are both left-eye dominant I don't know how you discover that, but okay. Despite being right-handed, I suppose then that maybe head tilt is not linked to hand dominance, but eye dominance. Just some food for thought. So thank you, Amanda. Molly, do you have an email you'd like to share? I have one here from Sarah, and it's about nuns. Sarah writes, I went to a Catholic all-girls high school run by the Congregation of Divine Providence. Believe it or not, we didn't have that many nuns as the actual teachers in the school. They mostly held faculty and support positions, so I only had two nuns as teachers. The one that stands out, though, and one of my favorite teachers to date, was Sister Jane Ann Slater. She was a very hip sister who told us about her days making beer in college and happened to have a Ph.D. in chemistry. She taught my older sister and I and was the first to recognize me as Sarah, not my sister's sister, which, of course, is the bane of younger siblings everywhere. I'll never forget the day she was waving her hands in the air talking about protons and electrons and how atoms worked. She stopped mid-lecture, dropped her hands to her sides, and said, Isn't God great? He created all of this. She was such a dedicated teacher that she would stay as late as 7 p.m. to help you work out homework, provide extra lessons, and go over missed test problems so you aced it next time. She has since left the high school and serves as the head of the order, headquartered at Our Lady of the Lake University here in San Antonio. She was a wonderful educator and a real testament to the good these ladies to communities nation and worldwide. There we go. Another tip of the habit to nuns. Well, if you've got any stories to share with us, and remember, we are asking for people who had the surprise baby attack. Um, what if that's what it's called from here on an out? An attack of joy. 
Uh, MomStuff at HowStuffWorks.com is our email address. You can also head over to Facebook, send us a shout-out over there, like us, follow us on Twitter, at MomStuffPodcast. And lastly, you can head over to our blog, read up during the week. It's Stuff Mom Never Told You from HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. To learn more about the podcast, Click on the podcast icon in the upper right corner of our homepage. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? So here's something that some of you might find shocking. 95% of women don't feel good about their hair. But Pantene is changing that. Pantene's Rosewater Collection combats bad hair days with an innovative formula that uses rosewater derived from the petals and buds of the Rosa Gallica plant. With Pantene's Rosewater Collection, I can really feel how much more hydrated my hair is. And it's sulfate, paraben dye, and mineral oil free, which makes me feel good because who needs all those additives? Experience something new and discover what's good with the Pantene Nutrient Blends Collection. This episode is brought to you by NBC's Good Girls. The new season of NBC's Good Girls is generating serious buzz. Christina Hendricks, Retta, and Mae Whitman are hilarious as America's favorite moms turned criminals. This show is the perfect blend of comedy, action, and romance. No wonder critics call Good Girls your next TV addiction. And Rotten Tomatoes rates it 100% fresh. Ooh, Good Girls, Sundays on NBC. The new season has already had some wild twists, so watch live. And stream anytime.